A journey of a thousand miles begins with one step, and this step is mine. This is my journey. I open my eyes, I try to see, but I'm blinded by the white light. I can't remember how, I can't remember why I'm lying here tonight, and I can't stand the pain, and I can't make it go. Try to make a sound, but no one hears me. I'm slipping off the edge. I'm hanging by a thread. I wanna start this over again. So I try to hold onto a time when nothing mattered and I can't. right now I just got some news that I thought I would never ever hopefully ever have to hear again financially our state is in a real shithole uh, pets are being made all around and I'm you're sure you're probably thinking, yeah, so what else is new? Well, as a lot of you know, I work in education. And I work for a school system that's being asked to cut about $1.5 million out of the budget. We are the state's second highest. No, not, no, we are, we are the, the school system that I work for 
is this county's second largest employer. You want to know what the first one is? A factory. This happened to me the very first year I worked here, but thankfully by the grace of God I got called. Uh, things changed. But, um, I got word today that, um, my position may be cut, or is going to be cut, pending, uh, approval from the school board next week. So, um, effective June 30th, I could be out of a job. And out of insurance. And, therefore, my surgery plans could be put on hold. Indefinitely. This angers me, and it saddens me, and it's messing with me, and I hate the way this is making me feel right now. Because I have put in so much effort this year that I've actually felt that I've lost focus a little bit on things that are really important to me. And come to find out by this time next week, it could be all for nothing. I had a feeling, I had a feeling this was coming. But I just hoped and prayed like the damn optimist that I am. That it wouldn't happen. Hang on, it's my husband too weighing me. Yeah, babe. Are you already home or are you still at work? I'm still at work. I gotta <laughs> calm down a little bit and I'm here at the Leap Center. I've gotta do an equipment setup for Mary and then go back to the alternative school and um help Amber do a, a lab check before testing next week. Okay. I've already told Dad. Well, don't bust your ass. Fuck them if they're going to screw you over. I mean, there's no sense in killing yourself getting ready if they're going to let you go. Way to be honest with you, I really don't care. It, this damn me for saying it, but I really don't care. I don't. Don't don't kill yourself. You know, I know it's just like giving the giving the bullets to the person that's gonna shoot you. Yeah, you, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, if it doesn't get done, it doesn't get done. If they got any problems with it, say, what are you going to do, fire me? You're going to fire me anyway. Yeah, you're probably right. <sighs> That's the one thing that kind of separates my husband from me. He's got balls. <laughs> I can't walk into a situation and say, fuck it, or fuck you, I can't say that shit.
can't say that shit. I'm gonna get a little Madge Weinstein here and it says, serves our state right for electing one of President Bush's conservative idiots, <laughs> which, which, which we did. Our uh, new state governor is a guy by the name of Mitch Daniels. And Mitch Daniels was President Bush's budget advisor for a few years until he resigned from his job for President Bush to run for governor of Indiana. And guess what? We elected him. I think we're beginning to regret it now. And I'm not going to point the finger without pointing three of them back at me and and say, yeah, I voted for the SOB, but I figured anything was better than what we had. <laughs> oh boy, this stinks. This so stinks that I can feel my heart breaking all over again. I promised Wade. I promised Wade I wouldn't put him through this again. I would make damn certain I wouldn't put him through this again. And look what's happening. I feel like I'm at a fork in the road. And I don't know which way to turn. I honestly don't know which way to turn. But I'm not going to let the kids see me like this. I can't let the kids see me like this. I have a rep to uphold. They always see Mrs. Nani with a smile on her face. I never want those kids to see me scared or angry or crying. Where the journey takes me now, I honestly don't know. I honestly do not know. Me, the fate of me and 14 other people rest in the hands of eight people. It's in their hands now. Alright. Well, I'm here at home now. I'm no longer in Studio 4W, and, um... <laughs> Got Michael Butler from the Rock and Roll Geek Show. I am me. I think I bummed him out. I'm bumming a lot of people out. But, um, I'm in a little bit better frame of mind, I think. <laughs> but um I had to tell I had to to tell you something because um you know 
this whole thing just sucks and it could change um, I'm, I'm not really sure what's gonna happen especially now but um, I'm gonna keep going I mean if I don't I might as well just lay down and die right now because I've got you know, I, I, I've got people I have to be around here for you know but um I was coming home uh tonight from my uh computer science class down in Sullivan and um I usually do my normal thing and I um go into the Starbucks in, in Terre Haute and the drive through and uh either uh get my uh non-fat white chocolate mocha or my tea or something. And I went through the drive-thru and there's this girl there who, um, who's a sweetheart of a, of a girl. And, um, she took my order and I took, drove around and, um, I guess she kind of knew that something wasn't right. Something was kind of wrong. So, um, she said, honey, what is it? What's wrong? You know, and and I said, oh, nothing, I'm okay. And she said, no, something's wrong, and you're going to tell me what it is. And she said, and I'm, I kind of joked saying, told her, and I said, you're just saying this because you make me coffee. <laughs> she said, no, I want to know. It's okay, you can tell me. So I told her what was going on, and she's, you know, she, she tried to cheer me up the best she could. And she said that she had a friend who um, recently had the same thing happen to him. But he works for another county school, same state. The, all the schools within the, the state here are are facing the same thing. I mean, it's nothing new. So she took my um, my plastic, she took my swipey card, and she went back around, and um, one of the other girls gave me my tea, and um, I was waiting for her to give me my card back. And... Um, she comes back through <laughs> with a with a bag for me, and I'm like, "What's this?" And she said, "This is just a little care package for me to you to let you know that there that things will get better." I'm like, "I can't accept this." <laughs> she said, "Yes, you can. There's a chocolate chip cookie in there, and there's two coupons for for coffees. So when you come back through for your job interviews, you stop through and you get you get a coffee. It's on me." And I'm thinking, oh Christ, me considering the surgery and I'm getting a chocolate chip cookie from the sweetheart of a girl. And I just said, thank you, and I, I drove away. You know, you know, sometimes when life kicks you in the ass, cookies are good. When life kicks you in the ass, cookies can be a good thing. The journey isn't over. I'm not giving up. I will live to fight another day.